Yo, welcome on in to the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. It's the two brothers, as always. I'm Sammy. George. And today, we have me from my usual spot. George is a remote location. So, if you hear a little bit of breaking up, a little on and off, I'm going to be cutting George off and he'll restart his internet. So, do not be shocked mm-hmm. if you hear a little bit of that because um, the internet's been a little up and down for him. But, with that said, uh, we like to start every podcast with a little game, George. We do. We love little little games here, man. Do you have one or do you want me to go for it? Uh, you go for it first. I do okay. have one. We are going to go with... You ready for this? Sure. All right. Guess this. Seattle Seahawks. All right. Um, Super Bowl era or not era? Not Super Bowl era. Okay. Quarterback? He is not a quarterback. Okay. That's two questions. Uh, I'll give you like five to seven on this one. What position does he play? The safety. Damian Easley? Absolutely not. Not even close. That's four. There's like um, 17 different questions you could ask to got the answer already. God, um, is he the one? Did he have an interception against the Cowboys? Who, Babineau? Yeah. That's no, what not, I'm thinking. Not <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to just help you in the future here. In the future, you could ask current player or not. You can ask what number does he wear? Is he playing right now? <laughs> A current player? Yes, he's a current player. <laughs> um, strong safety uh, or not? There's no way you haven't said Quandre Diggs yet. I'm giving <laughs> out the answer. <laughs> Why would you go with someone who's playing today? That's so easy. Why not? I don't know. I was like so far away. Uh, I've been like Quandre Diggs really are like one of our best players. Okay, that's cool. Fun stuff. Did you say, is he one of our best players? No, I said like you said one of our best Usually, like, I felt like it'd be someone more random, like, so I never thought of, like, you know, that. I'm just shocked. No guess of, like, a number. Does he play right now? Is he in the Legion of Boom era or no? No. All right. We're going to go back to the 80s. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go back all the way to Damien Easley. Like, why? Why why would I do that? Is it really Damien Easley? Are you talking about Kenny? Were you trying to mention Kenny Easley? Kenny Easley. I don't know. Kind of door job. The guy's drunk. (laughs) Too many things to drink. Who's Damien Easley? I have no idea. There is Let's a Damien. There is a Damien Easley. I'm going to tell you who Damien Easley, Sammy is. Baseball player. He's a former baseball. Why the hell would I think of Damien Easley? I have no idea. This guy needs to be cut off. This guy's <laughs> on vacation. He needs to be cut off immediately. Damien Easley. Okay. Well, I'm also going Sammy, former Seahawks player. I didn't go former. So we mean also. Oh, you're right. I'm also going. Somebody get somebody get this man some water. Are you all right? Go. Yeah, I'm fine, man. You just threw me off. Like I like God. It's so easy. Then you gave me one that's so I still couldn't get it. Okay, and are you give are you trying are you going to give me one that I don't know who it is? No, no, you know who this guy is. You do know who this. All right, George. Yeah. Just former Seahawks player. That was your whole like spiel. 
Yeah, he's a, oh, yeah, okay. What, what number does he wear? Um, Jesus Christ, man. I Come on. Say, I want to say he wore number 84. I'm bad with this, man. I'm going to just continue. TJ Hushmanzada. No, but yeah, I mean, obviously 84, you know what position he plays now. Uh, Like what? Give me like a rough years era. 90s. Why would I know who this is? Because he's. I'm not that good. I was born in the 90s, George. I know. I know when you were born. I'm well aware. Played in the 90s? Yeah, in the 90s. That's that's 90s. George, that means I was like three. Sammy, it's not a hard player. Uh, this is a guy I came up with, so. All right. Well, we're not talking Steve Largent, obviously. We are not talking Steve Largent. You're down to what? Two more guesses? Bobby Ingram. No. He played in the 2000s. He did play mm. in the 2000s. Huh? He did play in the 2000s, Bobby Ingram. This guy played in the 90s. 90s. Okay, so it's not Steve Largent. Um, and you didn't give me his number, right? I didn't his number. 84. That was actually his number, or like, was that like a guess? No, no, it's a, I, I confirmed it. It was 84. And you said it wasn't TJ Hushmanzada. And it was not TJ Hushmanzada. Because he did wear number 84, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and he played in the 2000s. And Bobby Ingram also wear number 84. Did Bobby Ingram also wear number 84 is a very uh, popular number for wide receivers. Um. Does it start? I know that I don't know. Does it start with a G? No. Does it start with a J? Yeah. Does the last name start with a G? Yes. That's just, <laughs> what's his name? I know it's Galloway or Galladay, uh, but Joey. Joey Galloway, yep. What a weird one to pick. I tweeted about him today, so. Did anybody care about Joey Galloway? Well, we just lost George. Uh, Joey Galloway was a very random one. And uh, 84, I was definitely thinking Bobby Ingram would be more more of the first, you know, be more of the first guy you would come up with. But that's very interesting. Joey Galloway, really? You know how good Joey Galloway was? I understand he was good, but that you know he's not he's not the best eighty four. If you if you look up the like, Bobby Ingram is better than him. No, are you kidding? There's no way Bobby Ingram is better than Joey Galloway. Joey I mean, Galloway you, had like one, two thousand yards, nine hundred eighty-seven thousand yards, thousand. His first four years for the Seahawks was dominant. If you look up number eighty-four, even this website has best number eighty-four in Seahawks history: Bobby Ingram, wide receiver, second runner-up, Joey Galloway. Boom. Whoever that one is is a smoking crack. He's not. I don't know. Joey Galloway is decent, but he's not as good as Bobby Ingram. Man, come on. We'll put out a poll. Come yeah, on. please do. Yeah, no one gives a fuck about Joey Galloway. I feel like he's honestly. A very forgotten human being. If you type in Seahawks number 84 on Google, he doesn't even come up. That's so stupid. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Joey Galloway. Who cares? All what right. do you mean, who cares? Uh, how good? Hey, you know how good he was, though, really? Yeah, he was okay. I loved him. Maybe it's just like one of those things when you're young, you know, like uh, you're young, so you thought he, I thought he was really cool. Maybe it was one of those things. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, think everyone's really cool. Yeah. I mean, he also is a good punt returner, I guess. He was the eighth overall pick in the first first round, eighth pick. By I mean, he played Patrick. four years on the Seahawks. You can't be the best number 84 on the Seahawks for playing four years on the team. Maybe. Let's see what his stats were. This is very, he's very good for two years on the Seahawks. Four years. Like, I know, but those two years, he was very good. Like, oh, yeah. 97, 98. But, yeah, then he held out. Yeah, and then he requested a trade. Yeah, see, I remember more of a Tampa Bay player. He had better career on Tampa Bay than he did on Seattle. Those like yeah, yeah, that's players. true. Interesting. All right, very random one. But I'm going Bobby Ingram over him, but I need to give more respect to Joey Galloway. Sorry. Anywho. I, but do put out that I am interested to see if I'm crazy that I think he's better or not. I mean, you are crazy. I know that. So, I know. You know, I'm know. i just wondering. I'll put out the poll. All right. Um, all right. To the podcast. Thanks for listening today. Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. We've got a couple quick topics today. Just trying to get a pot out for you guys while George is out of, out of town. Um, just got to get some things up for the people. And uh, find us everywhere at Sont Seattle. S-O-N-T Seattle on all platforms. You can watch these videos as well at Sont Seattle if you want to watch the video form of the podcast. And uh, let's get rolling today. We are starting with George. I'm going to do a different order than maybe we originally planned. Okay. Jimmy fine. Garoppolo is possibly out for the rest of the season. Now, some are saying that he doesn't need surgery anymore. So it says that he might come back in six to eight weeks, which would mean like second round of the playoffs. So he's out for the right. regular season for sure. Rest of the regular season. Now, the question is with Jimmy Garoppolo out for the 49ers, I would say there's a lot of split thoughts on if they need a Jimmy Garoppolo or if they can roll with any type of quarterback. Do you think this makes the Seahawks favorites to win the NFC West now? Wow, it's a good question. And I think a lot of people might disagree outside of Seattle, but I think yes. I think a lot of people are waiting for the shoe to drop of Geno Smith, and they don't think Geno Smith is going to be able to actually continue to do what he's doing, which has been unbelievable. Yep. But I believe in Geno Smith. I mean, watch Geno Smith play. Maybe if you're an outsider and all you see is the red zone channel and you see that uh, stats at the end of the games, you're like, it's going to come down to earth. But watching him play week by week, I'm realizing that this, this Geno Smith thing is for real. And I think yeah. that means we're going to win the NFC West. It is for real. And I do think... Um... That's something that's just been very underrated about this whole Geno Smith thing, right? Like, I think yesterday I recorded a YouTube video about it, and I was just going through, like, all that shit we see on Twitter. Uh, I think everybody's seen these stats already, uh, so I'm not even going to read them off. But it's, like, yeah. the first in completion percentage, in like, over first in over 70% completion percentage, first in 100, 100 uh, passer ratings in the NFL, first in multiple touchdown passing games, like, first in this, first in that. The guy, like legitimately in every stat that you would consider a stat for a consistent quarterback, Geno Smith's somewhere in the top two or three in the NFL in that stat. Uh, and he's just become this quarterback that you can trust and you can believe in. Now he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not the Joe Burrow, Josh Allen style. He's not going to have a 500 yard passing game, but when it comes to needing him to go 22 for 29 with 304 yards and two touchdowns and no picks, he will get that done for you. And I think in this division, I think the big piece, George, is 
many people want to discredit Jimmy Garoppolo for not mattering to the 49ers as well, which is one of my least favorite takes. And this is not a 49ers podcast, and I don't like the 49ers very much. But I think Jimmy Garoppolo being out hurts the 49ers much more than people like to consider. Everyone's like, they can win with whoever. Then why are they always winning when Jimmy G's playing and when he's not playing, they're bad? Like, I I feel like that's... Don't you feel like he's been getting not enough respect for what he's done for the 49ers? I totally agree. And I have so many thoughts on what you said about Geno Smith. I'll save it for a Geno Smith topic. But to that whole NFC West winning topic, you're right. I think, like you said, it's not a 49ers podcast, but Jimmy Garoppolo gets no credit for, you know, having like a 700 winning percentage as a starting quarterback. <laughs> and, going, and going to a Super Bowl and another NFC championship last year. <laughs> yeah, so losing Jimmy Garoppolo and also losing Trey Lance earlier in the season um, gives this, like, the major advantage to win the division. Uh, we have, I mean, <laughs> I can't believe you're saying this right now. 2022 we have the best quarterback in the division right now so yeah yeah so we're um you know usually the team's the best quarterback he has a really high you just said that i know i can't believe i just said that either yeah uh we do have the best uh quarterback in the division and it's pretty crazy if you really 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 think about it you know Um, and that was even before the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. But even with the Jimmy Garoppolo injury, he was probably this year. And I know people, once again, he gets a lot of hate. And I think we're probably the rare Seahawks fans that are defending Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but he was probably the closest to the second best or closest to the best with. I mean, the, the, the way the 49ers are rolling, you can't really argue too much about how good Jimmy G's been, right? I mean, he's the reason we lost to the 49ers. He came in and played really well. Um, when Trey Lance got hurt against us. Um, but right now we have the best quarterback in the division. We have the best coach in the division. I don't give a fuck what people say about Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan. They are the next great things in this league, but like Pete Carroll has a better resume. There's no there's no sideways about it. And I know these are that, young. That's what will make it so good if we win the division, right? They, like you have like a young hip head coach, McVay. Shanahan, um, Kingsbury. Kingsbury, and then you have the seventy-year-old in Seattle just winning. That's jumping on the sideline. <laughs> defense and run the ball, and everyone's like, "God damn it, not again!" I know. Like, yeah, you got these boy geniuses, right? The young coaches, but then the, here is Pete Carroll finding a way with Geno Smith, the best quarterback in the division now, um, and possibly going to win the division. And th- this is, I think, what's going to be interesting just to kind of finish off this topic is I think that game against 49ers in two weeks, next week, next week, Uh, next week, after this game. Yeah. That's going to decide if we win the division or not. Obviously we're going against Purdy, whatever his name is. Um, And that's going to decide it because they have the tiebreaker right now. If we beat them, we're going to flip one game against them in the win column, be up a game on them with a, with, with that win, like that will do it. Um, so as much as I do think they're going to win the NFC West now, I do think it's really going to come down to that one game because we're going to win a few games. We might lose a few the rest of the season, but that one game is going to be the the decision makers. So the week after this, as long as we beat the Panthers, which we should, that 49ers game is the biggest game of the year by far because um, that might be the division at hand. Absolutely. Yeah. No one can disagree with that. Did, did George just drop something? No. 
Oh, that was a weird, like, you, like, froze. I don't know. Maybe it's just the camera being... Maybe it's the camera. Maybe it's the camera. <laughs> no, I did not just freeze. There's I, I did not drop anything. The, the, I, I think this guy's drunk. I don't know. It's What time is it over there? It's only... It's 2 o'clock. It's almost 5 o'clock. Almost My 5 goodness. o'clock somewhere. No, yeah. Something's no, going on be, today. <laughs> no, it could, it literally could be the... And uh, also, who knows? Like, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. A little sketchy over here. Sketchy guy. All right. Never know. <laughs> My brother goes out of town for two days and something weird's going on. All right. Uh, let's talk about Geno Smith then. I guess the second question posed was Is Geno Smith a top five quarterback in the NFL right now? Right now. I want to add the right now just because, like, I don't want to make this like a little too, like, he's not better than Tom Brady, but right now is he? Like, okay. So I threw out a tweet yesterday just how good has Geno Smith been for the Seahawks this season? He's had 12 straight games, Sammy, with an 80 passer rating and 60% percentage. Only Aaron Rodgers in 2011 and Peyton Manning in 2009 have ever done that in the history of the NFL. They both won the MVP that year. These numbers are insanity. Yep. So is he a top five quarterback? All I can say for sure is has he been one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL this season? Yeah, he has. And he still ain't right back, though. Yeah, he still hasn't written back. That, that is a fact. And I don't know if he's going to. I mean, fuck, this is a very weird situation, man. Like, this guy's not supposed to be. I guess he's supposed to be and not supposed to be. He was supposed to be like eight years ago. He was supposed to be this good coming out of West Virginia when he was one of the best quarterbacks in college football. But I'm just not. I just can't believe what we're seeing. Like you said, he's the best quarterback in the NFC West. He's probably, I mean, who's playing better than him in the NFC? Maybe Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has been playing a little bit better than him because you add the running ability. But pass, I mean, he's second in the NFC in passing yards behind Tom Brady, which is second in the NFL. He's first in passing TDs in the NFC, tied with Aaron Rodgers, and he's in passer rating. I don't think Tom Brady's second in the NFL in passing yards. No, no. Tom Brady's first in the NFL in passing yards, and Geno Smith is second. I know, but you said, which is second in the NFL. You meant NFC. It's fine. Never mind. Is it NFC? Yeah. Because the top four, okay, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert. I know that for Okay, me. NFC. I, I, yeah. I said NFL, but I read that wrong. Yeah. They're, they're top two in the NFC. Um, and I mean, in the, the NFC, there's, anyways, we were talking about the NFC, so it's fine because there's no, there's not many people that are playing better than him. Like you said, Geno Smith is right behind Tom Brady for passing yards. And Tom Brady has not been up to par, even though he's, I mean, he has a lot of passing yards, 16 touchdowns, three picks. But Geno's right there with 72% completion, 22 touchdowns, and six picks. Like, he's playing unbelievable football. Um, the only people that are anywhere playing as good as him is Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, maybe Kirk Cousins yeah. in the NFC. Um He's definitely a top two or three in the NFC this year. And I think really close to that top five range in the NFL. He's either like fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh. He's like, it depends on the week where you want okay, to rank. So people, we, we're but... gonna, like we're going to say Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, right? Our three guys. Undisputed, yeah. Undisputed better than him. And then after that, it's like a bunch of people that you can put four, five, six, seven, eight. That's what I mean. Like, cause you can sit there and you can say Tom Brady because he's still playing well, right? He's not playing great, but he's playing well. You can add, you know, the Jalen Hurts, Tua, 
probably Rodgers. Rodgers, I know they're not winning many games, but his stats are just right there with, with Geno right. Smith as well. And, you know, you could probably squeeze in like a Kirk Cousins at the seventh or eighth. Like all those guys after the top three in Herbert. Like from four to nine, it can become very biased. But I think Geno, for most people, should be somewhere in that five or six. So for me, I'm going to say, yes, he's been a top five quarterback in this league. But if you're going to argue with me that he's been the seventh or eighth and, you know, you're a Vikings fan, you have Kirk Cousins at fifth. Like, I'm not going to argue back too much because there's a lot of guys that are right there. But what Geno's done has been top five most impressive, obviously, because dude was a perennial backup. And now we're looking at him as a guy that's like, is he a top five quarterback? Like, could you imagine we're talking about is Russell Wilson, a bottom five quarterback in the NFL. And we're talking is Geno Smith, the top five, like what <laughs> world, what happened well, in 2022? <laughs> yeah. It's a bizarro world. It really is. And I'm just happy for Geno. I guess that poses the question too quickly is what, what did the Seahawks pay him? Like I've read that it could be up to 30 million a year because that's what the market value is going to be. But, you know, in my head, the first thought is keep that fucking contract at like 17 to 18 for a year or two max and keep building the roster because that's what's going to help Gino win and this team win. That's a good question. Um, the problem is we can't get rid of him. Uh, if he's a free agent, I think there's there's teams we've seen and people are really bad with money in general. And you might have to get into a bidding war. I think the organization a solid vote and kind of take a discount. I don't know if I want to get up to 30 million a year because of the salary cap and all that, but anywhere between 20 and 25 million a year for three, not a contract that'll break your back. If the team, if he ends up not being as good as he is this year. Yeah. That's the, that's the major thing there. It's like, you know, we saw, um, you know, the, the Panthers want to get rid of Baker Mayfield and the Browns at a $20 million a year clip, right? Because it's a lot of money for a guy that's not performing well enough for you. Right. Um, but that's about where Geno should be paid, I feel like, is where Baker is making at that 20, 19, 20. Um, maybe that's kind of right around, I think, where Goff's making as well. Um, now he's been a little better than Goff, but like you got to somewhat be realistic as we move forward, right? Yeah. Um, but what one thing I did want to mention, Sammy, about being realistic and being this, do you think Gino might, this is kind of crazy to say, could Gino Smith have changed quarterbacks forever? And what I mean by that is we have always seen in the NFL that quarterback will get a chance, not play well, never get really a chance again. They'll be a forever backup. Gino's one of the first guys who got a chance, got Ben, went around the league, and then got like a chance late in his career to play again and be a starter. Like, could this become more of a trend where people don't give up quarterbacks so quickly? Where people will like Jameis Winston five years from now, you know, I might get another opportunity, or is this just a one-off? I think it's sort of a one-off. Because I think it all depends on, I, I guess, I think it's very situational because you do see guys get their second opportunities, but they just have to capitalize. Like Jameis Winston got a, after backing up for two, three years, got his yeah. chance, didn't really capitalize. Andy Dalton's been a backup right now for the last four or five years, and he's not even, he's not capitalizing e either. Um, I don't think there's very many. Okay, maybe he's changing the idea of giving a young 
a guy who was a stud back in the day a chance. But the problem is most of these guys that get the chance, you get a week yeah. or two. And Gino's like, True. there's not been many guys that have capitalized the way Gino has in that week or two. So I don't know if he's, he might be changing the opportunity, but I just don't think there's going to be that many examples of people that were so written off, not to use his quote, exactly but that was that was unintentional <laughs> like but really written off right like basically like hey you're not a quarterback in this nfl you're definitely a backup and actually turn out to be very very good i think that's more of a geno thing than it is like you know franchise is not getting giving enough chances there are a lot of second and third string quarterbacks out there that are given multiple chances i've seen teddy bridgewater on like five different teams and he's just not good enough anymore Right. And That's like I've point. seen, yeah. I've seen, uh, you know, Carson Wentz on enough teams right now. He's just not good enough. And, and, you know, this is Baker's last chance. Like, if you're a good talent, you get a lot of chances in this league. Um, Sam Darnold's got a lot of chances. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a big list of guys you can go through. If you're just not good enough, you're just not good enough. And right. I think this uh, is just a very rare case where he was like, actually, I am. And it's like, oh, okay. weird. How the fuck did that happen? I'd rather just go if Gino's changing football. It just sounds so much cooler. <laughs> is it though, or is it cooler that he is the one-off? And like, we have the one cool story in the history of the NFL where this guy became a superstar. Which one's cooler? Debatable. Definitely debatable. I think it's cooler to be a one-off in life. Uh, last topic of the, the podcast today, because it's been the topic all over social media and just there's a lot going on, which is, Rookie of the year type of stuff, right? Because I think uh, the top Pro Bowl vote getters in the NFL corner in the AFC is Sauce Gardner. And in the NFC, it's Tariq Woolen, two rookie corners. Um, and it got me thinking, you know, Kenneth Walker is a guy that might get an offensive rookie of the year for the Seahawks. You have Tariq Woolen that might get a defensive rookie of the year. You also have Charles Cross, who's, you know, a future all pro offensive lineman that we Jeez. got this year. Um, so it brought me to the thought, who is the Seahawks rookie of the year? I think it has to be Tariq Woolen. The plays he's made, I mean, no, no offense to Kenneth Walker, no offense to, I just, I guess, Charles Cross as well. By the way, you can make it really, I guess, you have to you can make a big case, right? But Woolen, I feel like, has made a lot of game-changing, momentum-changing plays that I think are more memorable across the board than anyone else. Interesting. Uh, he is leading the NFL in picks. Yeah. And he is, um, you know. Probably They're all great, great, by the way. Yeah. I don't think you can choose a wrong person. There's no wrong answer here. Yeah. My answer is going to be Charles Cross um, because I think, you know, in general, they never get um, their, like, Offensive line, we never really get their their flowers, you know. Yeah, uh, he, uh, him, and Abraham Lucas together, maybe. But like Charles Cross, you got to remember now that the run game's good and there's offensive lines getting a lot better, and Geno Smith's getting protection. Simply having a guy right there might change who Geno Smith was, right? If, if the offensive line was god awful this year, like it's been for the last couple of years, maybe Geno Smith doesn't have the resurgence he has. Maybe Kenneth Walker is not a great running back in his rookie year if you don't have correct the, the piece. I mean, like what he don't they consider it like on the left side of the offense? I mean, don't they consider it the most important position on the offensive line? 
Oh, totally. Yeah. This is probably the second most important position in football after quarterback, if you really want to get the nitty gritty here. Um, here's the good news, Sammy. You know, most, uh, you said Seahawks offense, Seahawks rookie of the year, but in general in the NFL, you have defensive rookie every year and defensive rookie every year. So um, I guess it could be possible for both of them to win an award, right? I mean, even though I don't think offensive linemen never get their flowers, I don't know if you'll actually get any votes but yeah he's been fantastic yeah i hope uh i just hope i really truly hope that uh one of them win the award because like whether it's walker or, or cross which cross won't get it because like you said it's offensive lineman or woolen like i just hope somebody in the seahawks rookie class gets one of their awards and you're gonna have woolen and probably in the pro bowl which is awesome um, even though nobody watched the Pro Bowl, but just like the what's the, is the Pro Hey, is the Pro Bowl still going on or no? Like I, every year they talk about this could be the last Pro Bowl. Is it happening just, this year? There's something. I, I don't know what it is. It's not like a full game, I think, this year, but there's an event. But I think the Pro Bowl is more when I talk Pro Bowl, I'm talking more about just like the award. It's like the all star chip, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we like the Pro Bowl for Okay, the, yeah. It will not be held in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I think it's I think there's an event though of something. Okay, yeah. Like from what I read, yeah. there's some type of event. I don't know if it's like a skills challenge or who knows, but like it still means something to be a pro bowler on your resume. So of course, yeah, yeah. you uh, get elected. It's like all, to, it's all was good. Yeah, so we're gonna get we're gonna get a couple of them this year, hopefully. And I know Geno Smith's second now in Pro Bowl voting as well, um, behind Jalen Hurts uh, in the NFC. So, so cool. but there's there's a lot of cool things happening. But I'm gonna go Charles Cross. You go Tariq Woolen, um, and I will also tweet that out today. Who's the who's your Seahawks rookie of the year? Beautiful. All right. Well, that's all we got today. It's a little bit of a quick one. George is out on vacation for a wedding and stuff, and um, we're doing this little remote pod, so we'll make it a quickie today. But we'll be back uh, next week, probably on Monday when George gets back from his vacation after a Seahawks win against the Panthers, which hopefully is a boring game in terms of a blowout. What I'm hoping. I, we need a boring game before we go play the 49ers on night football. Like, let's just make this nice, easy, and smooth. Before we play the 49ers and Chiefs. <laughs> and Chiefs, yeah. Let's just have a nice little boring Sunday. Yeah. Go win like 37 to 9. Yeah. We're, and your backups, Drew Lockin in the fourth quarter. Uh oh. Whoo. Don't, right. don't give me some Drew Lock. I'll get too excited. <laughs> My starter. Who never got to play. <laughs> All right. Well, much love, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. Uh, you can find us everywhere at San Seattle. And uh, we'll be back soon. And you know what we like to say, G. Hey, thank you all for stopping by. Peace. Peace.